Ashhadu an la ilaha illallah Ashhadu an la Ashhadu anna Muhammadan Rasulullah Ashhadu anna Muhammadan Rasulullah السلام عليكم ورحمة الله الحمد لله نحمده ونستعينه ونستغفره ونؤمن به ونتوكل عليه ونعوذ بالله من شرور أنفسنا ومن سيئات أعمالنا من يهدي الله فلا مضل له ومن يضلل فلا هادي له ونشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وحده لا شريك له ونشهد أن سيدنا ومولانا محمد عبده ورسوله له بالحق بشيرا ونذيرا بين يدي الساعة من يطع الله ورسوله فقد رشد ومن يعصهما فإنه لا يضر إلا نفسه ولا يضر الله شيئا أعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم وسارعوا إلى مغفرة من ربكم وجنة عرض السماوات والأرض وعزة المتقين وقال النبي والعنس رضي الله عنه كان رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم إذا دخل رجب قال اللهم بارك لنا في رجب وشعبان وبلغنا رمضان وكما قال عليه الصلاة والسلام سبحانك لا علم لنا إلا ما علمتنا إنك أنت العليم الحكيم رب اشرح لي صدري ويسر لي أمري وحل العقدة من لساني يفقه قولي جزا الله عنا نبينا محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم بما هو أهله أسفتر اللذن برادز الإسلام الحمد لله الله سبحانه وتعالى has allowed us to witness this great month of Rajab and as the hadith that was quoted Ibn Anas radiallahu anhu narrates that when Rajab would begin then Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam would make this dua Allahumma barik lana fi Rajabi wa Sha'ban wa balighna Ramadan that Allah bless us grant us your special blessings in the month of Rajab and Sha'ban and allow us to enter the month of Ramadan already preparing 
the minds of Sahaba Ikram for this great man. And preparing our minds, we are indeed this dua, we reminded of this dua to create that momentum, that desire. There's a great man coming, I need to prepare for this man. How I can take that full benefit? I have to start preparing right now. In the month of Rajab, in the month of Shaban. This is the desire that we need to build within us. So before, we you know, as the many years I know myself growing up, there was a different feeling. Rajab and Shaban, that excitement, everyone is preparing for Ramadan. The Hufaz you'll find in the Masjid, reciting Quran, preparing for the Taraweeh. Of course, Quran should be recited the whole month, the whole year. But you would find a more atmosphere that the month of Ramadan is coming close. It would be the desire. So this desire needs to be created. In the homes, we talk about Ramadan, talk to the children and prepare, start reading the ahadith regarding the virtues of Ramadan. You know the kitab, Fazaili Ramadan. We start making ta'aleem of this, of this kitab in the house and building that desire for this great month of Ramadan. This desire for deen. Of course, this de one is now we, we are having the desire for Ramadan and ultimately it's the desire for Akhirat. But we are going to meet Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. How I can prepare to maximize in these months so I can get closer to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Look at the, we, we know what's happening in the world. Look at the one quality that we can relate to. Look at the desire in the people of Gaza. Look at how much desire for martyrdom. And we, how many clips have come out regarding them talking about shahadat. And what an honor it is for them. That desire, that fervor that they have for Akhirat, to please Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. They would not give in for anything. For anything of this world. Why? Because they understand the rewards of Akhirat. Allah reward them greatly. Allah make it easy for them. So we must also build this. And all this preparation that we are talking about for Ramadan. Is, is all, part of it is helping our Muslim brothers and sisters throughout the world. It's because if we have to change, it will definitely have an effect in the world. You know, some pious people, they would say, when they would whenever they would notice a change in behavior of the people around them, or they would see some change, some conditions changing in their lives, then they would say, there's some sin that I committed. And there was one pious person, he thought and thought about him, about certain conditions. Why is this happening to me in my life? And he thought and he thought to himself, he said, six months ago, I did something wrong. Imagine, he could actually pick out Six months ago, I did something wrong. We need to daily do this. How many things wrong are we doing? How many, how many times are we displeasing Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala? So whatever conditions you see, it comes clear many, many a time. It's because of guna, it's some sin. And many a times it's a test from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. But all these conditions must take us closer to Allah. Now we have to create this desire. Allah says in the Quran, وَسَارِعُوا إِلَىٰ مَغْفِرَةٍ مِرْغَبِّكُمْ That is, hasten towards the earning the forgiveness of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and hasten towards earning the Jannat such a Jannat the wood of Jannat is the distance between the skies and the heavens Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam would encourage them and hasten towards Jannat on the battlefield and the Sahabi he would hear this he says are you promising Jannat Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam would reply yes and we see that Sahabi going to the thick of the battlefield fighting the kuffar eventually becoming a shaheed. The sahabi is sitting with his dates and he hears this. He leaves the dates because probably he was having dates to get some energy. He leaves it and he hears about Jannat, goes into the thick of the battle and becomes a shaheed. So this desire must come within us. Desire for Jannat, desire for Akhirah, desire 
to earn the pleasure of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So Allahumma, the dua that Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam is teaching us, is creating that desire for this great month of Ramadan. Such a month is coming. The torrential rains of Allah's mercy and maghfirat is going to come. For us to benefit, we have to prepare now. Now we have to start the preparation. That ground has to be fertile. The ground must be ready. The seeds must already be planted. That is why the example is given. That the month of Rajab is the month to plant the seed. The month of Shaban is to water the seeds. And the month of Ramadan is where we will enjoy the plants and the fruits of the, the great mercy of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. But to get that full benefit, we have to start now. And we have to start preparing. And what's the preparation? There are a few things that we have to bring in our lives. We have to prepare by making Tawbah, number one. We make Tawbah. Because the month of Ramadan, we have to achieve the great thing which Allah has mentioned in the Quran. كُتِبَ عَلَى الَّذِينَ مِنْ قَبْلِكُمْ لَعَلَّكُمْ تَتَّقُونَ For us to, in order to achieve that taqwa, that great prize to excel in our taqwa, number one is Tawbah. We all know our weaknesses, our shortcomings. Let's sit down, think about it, write it down, and start slowly, slowly every day. How I can improve this? How can this sin come out of my life? How I can... Uh, become a better person if if, I, if there's some weakness in my salah how I can improve my five times salah there's some when it comes to you know the month of Ramadan is the month of Quran let's start preparing from now by slowly starting off with some portion of the Quran talking about the desire the desire of how people how some people have great desire now in Medina Sharif we met a person from Austria and he was explaining his journey how he came to Medina Sharif so this person he was he was a river so he was living in a building and he, there was something that happened to his bicycle so he took his bicycle to another pakistani brother who was living there and he was he was repairing his bicycles it was a afghani afghani brother not a pakistani it was afghani brother so he went he went to the afghani brother and the brother and then he gave him power towards islam become a muslim but he, he didn't he didn't he didn't become muslim so every time this afghani brother would meet him day after he would give him dawah become a muslim and give swing to him about islam and on one occasion it so happened in his dream he seen some dream that allah has sent to him about accepting islam with some light nur of Islam and that Afghani brother had moved from this area now he wanted to meet this Afghani brother he went all the way he met as Afghani brother he found out he found him and he became a Muslim then after becoming a Muslim he used to read about Islam read about Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam read about the Sahaba Ikram radiallahu anhum now that desire came in his heart he need to go to Medina Sharif but he thought to himself I don't have any money I don't have the means to go so this uh, uh, he told his Afghani brother, maybe I can go with bicycle. I can slowly go through the different countries. The Afghani brother said, why you want to go with a bicycle? You, I, when I came, I crossed so many countries from Afghanistan. I came walking to Austria. And why? For dunya, for money. And you want to go meet Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, which is a lesser, lesser distance. You should go walking. Why are you worried about your bicycle? He, he, Allah Ta'ala made it such that his bicycle, the day before he could leave, his bicycle broke, he couldn't use the bicycle. So he thought to himself, this is a sign from Allah that I mustn't use my bicycle, I must go walking. So this brother, he tells us, we met him in Medina Sharif. He walked from Austria right up to Turkey, across six countries. All he went right through walking. But once he reached Turkey, he couldn't pass because Syria and, you know, Palestine, he couldn't cross those countries to eventually to reach Saudi. Today, eventually, he made some arrangements and then he ended up, he flew to Jordan. And in Jordan, they, he met some brothers of the Jamaat. He got introduced to the work of Jamaat. He got involved with the brothers. He went 
to spend some time, but his desire was still to, to reach Medina Sharif. And then he joined one Jamaat and eventually he came to Medina Sharif. And this brother, he says, he's in Medina Sharif, he doesn't have any papers and no income, but he says Allah is arranging all his needs. Allah is sending everything to him. And it so happened, while he was there, he received a message from the company that a certain fund of his, some unemployment fund, because he had, he, whatever reason, he had to be dismissed from his work, a certain payout came. Allah sent for him in that manner. Different ways. But looking at the desire, a person, he had desire, now I want to go to Medina Sharif. He never had the means, but he says, let me go walking. Allahu Akbar. And he walked, imagine so many countries. We have desire, how much desire do we have for Jannah? Desire for Deen. Desire to please Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And we look, we can see what's happening. Look at the desire of the youngsters, the children, the old people. So much lessons for us to learn of the people of Gaza. Allah grant us that desire for Deen. And if the Ummah has to see and take these lessons and change, Allah will send for us leaders. Allah will send for us conditions that we will be able to overpower our enemies. So we have to build this desire, this desire for Akhirah, desire for the month of Ramadan. Prepare our minds. Start changing. This Tawbah is something which is long overdue. We see what's happening in the world. How our outer, the, the, the level of Salah has to change from 10-15%. It has to come up to 100%. We, we have the true desire. We will we ourselves will improve our salah and also the people that are close to us continue encouraging each other. And we'll see through that, inshallah, things will change. People And this salah, this by bringing salah, Allah through the barakat of salah, all the other aspects of deen will come into our lives, inshallah. But why Allahumma barik lana? Allah grant us the barakat. His months are full of barakat. And barakat is not only having a lot of wealth. No, barakat is the barakat way Allah grants a person to feed to do good deeds. So Allah must grant us that barakat, the divine blessing. When Allah grants barakat in something, Allah puts barakat in someone's nikah, Allah will bless him with a beautiful child, a child that will be, will be, will be used for the deen of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. You know the incident of the parents of Abdullah bin Mubarak Allah put barakat in the nikah, there's an incident because of his taqwa, Allah had granted him a wife, and through that union, Allah put so much barakat in his nikah, Allah blessed him with Abdullah bin Mubarak. Abdullah bin Mubarak was a very great muhadith, a very great, and a great service for deen. When Allah Ta'ala puts barakat in wealth, then Allah will grant us the tawfiq to use it in good deeds. So the means of upliftment of deen. So this barakat that you make dua, Allah grant us the divine barakat, the divine blessing. But it must come into our wealth, into our children, into our families, into our lives. But Allah grants us to feed to do good deeds, amale salih. Allahumma barik lana fi rajabi wa sha'ban wa balighna Ramadan. Allah grant us the true blessings in these months and allow us to witness the month of Ramadan. So this is now how we can build this momentum and prepare our minds for this great month of Ramadan. So this is a great opportunity for the, for, for the ummah, but how we can really as an ummah change and become better people and prepare for that great month. You know, the famous example that is given always about the person who's going to run a marathon. In today's time, many people are quite away. There's a big fight taking place. There's some big sports event. No person that's taking part in that competition, that event, will decide to do I Maybe mean, give it a try. Nobody will do that. It takes months and months of preparing. We have training camps for not even months, years of training. Eventually, they reach that level where they can, they are ready to fight, to, to take part in a certain marathon, and eventually they can have a chance of winning it. But it comes with a lot of preparation. If a person doesn't prepare, he will definitely, he won't, 
complete the race, you will fail, you will lose. So if we want to really pass in Ramadan, we really want to get that full benefit, we have to start our training camp. We have to start our preparation every day, slowly, slowly, from today. Maybe many of us have already started, but those that haven't started, come today, let's start off. If we, are, we haven't been reading Quran, let's start with one page of reading for a few days. When we got that right, then we'll increase to two pages and three pages. And if we can manage to reach a level of one para. So depending on our level, we must improve on our amal. Our salah, maybe a person is reading his five times salah, but maybe some nafil salah he wants to bring in his life. So slowly start off with one salah. Start with Ishraq, for example. Every day we say, read the two rakats of Ishraq. When that comes, the person can move on to chast and then tahajjud. So the preparation has to start from now. Building and with the, the, the greatest preparation is the preparation of Quran and now also being the beginning of a, the school year, the academic year. Many parents have already put their children into different schools and giving them great attention to all of this. But together with that, may also make sure we put our children into some madrasa to learn Quran, to excel in Quran, to understand Deen. This is something very important. We heard one of the Juma Bayans recently about the people of Gaza, how much effort they were making in Quran, and how many Hufaz, the percentage of Hufaz in Gaza is such a high percentage. So we should also start this effort, this effort of Quran. The Quran, one, we must read and then get our children to read. Make sure that they're excelling in Quran Sharif. And the barakat of Quran, we will see many of our problems being solved. Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said in the hadith that a time will come where there will be many fitnah. And then Sahaba Ikram radiallahu anhu asked Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, what is the solution during those times? Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam replied, the kitabullah, the book of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. The book of Allah is a solution. That is how we can read it and then understand the Quran. So that's why Shaykh al-Hind rahmatullahi when he at the age of 80, he was exiled. And he, in, in Malta, after he came out from there, he says, I thought about the solutions of the Ummat, and two things came to mind. Because one thing is the Quran Sharif, that the Ummat has to come onto Quran. And the second was unity, how we need to uni unify as an Ummat to make that effort towards running the pleasure of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So he then dedicated his life for the teaching of Quran, going around setting up maktabs, madrasas, and also having, uh, starting off these tafsir, the tafsirs of the Quran, Alhamdulillah, many masajid, we have these tafsirs of Quran to listen and to understand the message of the Quran. And this, the barakat and the, this great nur and anwarat in, in all these aspects, anything related to Quran. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grant us to feed from now till the month of Ramadan, together with our tawbah and together with increasing in all the other amal, with great emphasis on Quran, how we can improve two, two, two parts. One is the learning of the Quran, reading the Quran, and also trying to understand the message of Quran. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grant us to speak to you.